So if an idol's representative emoji is an eagle, does that make them an honorary American liner? Well, Jay's American, so oh, I right. think yes. Should we throw him a fireworks show? Hi, welcome to the Lunapod, where we talk all things K-pop. I'm Raquel. And I'm Brooke. And today we'll be celebrating all of our American idols. And what we mean by that are all of our K-pop idols that were born in America. We decided we needed to come up with our own president and vice president for this episode, and we voted Johnny Suh into our president's seat. And we chose him because most of the time when people think about an American Idol, I think Johnny's usually the first pick. I don't know. He's just an American boy. Just an American boy. American boy. American boy. We were talking about this just a second ago, but with Johnny's son in the office, listen, he's hilarious, but he's also hot. <laughs> okay. And um, I just was thinking of Marilyn Monroe singing to the president. And That's uh, us. That That's going to be us. us. Johnny, welcome to the Oval Office. We are going to Marilyn Monroe every day for you. And so since he needs a vice president, we're going to go along with our Chicago King theme here and vote Peniel as our vice president. I love B2B with all of my heart, and Peniel deserves this vice president seat more he than does. anyone else. <laughs> I think he's probably one of our most quoted idols in our household. Yes. All of B2B is very quoted in our household. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Young Kwan can be Peniel's campaign manager. A great idea. Yeah. He just give up. Give up. That's his slogan. <laughs> so we need a new national anthem, which is, of course, Freedom by Jew Honey. That is perfect for our 4th of July celebration here. Freedom! Freedom! That's literally perfect. Thank you, Juhani. Along with our presidential seat, I guess you could say, there is a lot of idols who have American roots, so let's talk about it. Of course, we need to start off with the guy that has been heavily on our mind. Matthew, BM. Oh, from Card. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's crazy. He absolutely... So he was born in LA, raised there, and moved to South Korea at age 19 to audition for K-pop star. And he entered within the top 50. But since at the time he had grew up in America and wasn't like already practicing Korean often, his Korean wasn't the best at the time. And so later he just ended up being recruited by his current company that he's with. I'm really glad he's with Card. I'm not gonna lie, he- It's a perfect fit. Yeah. Another LA baby we need to talk about is Joshua from Seventeen. He often went to Koreatown where he ended up being scouted by Platus, his current company, and auditioned and moved to South Korea to train. Another idol who is from LA is Usung from The Rose. He was also on K-pop star with BM, but he took a break to teach English and then went back to music. Which I think is really cool. Yeah, like that is really Like moving to Korea cool. and then teaching English. It's really cool. That's like what we do as normal people. <laughs> like we're like, oh yeah, like let me go teach English in another country. And then he's like, actually, I'm going to be a K-pop star. Yeah. <laughs> Which he recently just did like an entire American tour. I really wish we could have caught him oh, when he that did that. Nice. But... And our last LA idol we're going to talk about is Mark Tuan. He was scouted by JYP during school and then moved to South Korea. Another notable place where a lot of idols tend to come from is New York. Our first one is our girl, Jessie. So from what I gathered, she was born in New York, but kind of grew up more in New Jersey. And she ended up moving to South Korea at 15 and her journey's pretty interesting. She kind of moved around to different groups, like debuted a few times. 
And then she ended up going solo under P Nation. She was the first artist signed under P Nation. That is so cool. Stay tuned for an episode. We'll probably end up doing an episode all about Jesse. We definitely want to focus on some soloists that we like. Next, we're going to talk about Vernon from 17. He moved to South Korea at age five and was street scouted at age 14. I feel like that's a young age, but honestly, so many idols are scouted at that age. That's very true. And then they train for a couple years or, or mm. not, and they're just babies when they enter. Yeah, and we know it was so off his looks. He's been a visual since birth. Facts. Amazing genes. Good for him. Speaking of genes, his mother was actually American and his father is Korean. Yes. Next on our list is going to be probably the internet's favorite idol. And most anticipated. Bowman, who is supposed to be debuting with Mont. It's a long Listen, story. This whole Mont situation confuses me beyond belief. Same. I I swear, every time I look on their page, there's different things happening. Different people. And I don't know what's going on. They're debuting and then they're not. And then there's supposed to be more members and then there's not. And then yeah. Bowman is doing so many things on TikTok and... And Jay goes on Boy's Planet, and I really just don't know what's happening. I don't know. But Bowman does have a couple of songs out already, including Suns Up and Ashes. We love Ashes. So, so much. It's so good. I wish it was longer, though. I feel like it's super short. Yeah, anyway, He is also rumored to be working on a song called Maybe with Jay. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're working on a song together. I don't know. <laughs> I who knows? I don't I don't understand this whole situation. Oh, you know what? In the words of our campaign manager, Young Kwong, give up and debut with Jongu from Boys Planet and And Kata and Kwanji and Umiti and everyone else from Boys Planet that we basically. absolutely love. <laughs> but Bowman, we love you. And we're so excited for your debut. Our last one from New York is Yunjin. She's from La Seraphim. She was technically born in Korea, but she was raised in New York. She was on Produce 28 and debuted three years later. So I feel like she had a pretty quick track there. Also, she's the one that's like been seeing opera. Like she like, I don't even know her whole story with like schooling and like art school, theater, all that stuff. But she's the one that's been like doing the like all the little memes on TikTok. She's the one that did yada boom in opera. Remember? Oh, that's so. Fu- I didn't know her. that was her. It was I her. really like. I don't know girl groups very much. I'm still getting to know some of them, but that's hilarious. They're definitely oh. one I want to get into. I feel like the New York group is so fun. They I love they honestly them. are. I think that wraps up the idols that come from LA and New York. So let's talk about some idols who come from other states. So Jay's another one that kind of comes to mind a lot when thinking about American Idols, and he is from Seattle. He moved to South Korea at age nine, and he trained for two years before going on island and then becoming an Enhypen member. And of course, our president, Johnny Su, who is from Chicago, he moved to South Korea at age 13 and was part of one of the SM Rookies groups. And I feel like he just had like this weird long time in between him joining SM, like this SM rookies thing, to actually debuting. I feel like SM has a habit of having really long debut times, Mm -hmm. to be completely honest. And we really want to do like a big deep dive into NCT this November and basically have a NCT November. And so I'm excited to learn more about all their journeys, just because I know they're all so different. So definitely stay tuned for that. And also from Chicago, our vice president from B2B, Peniel. And he moved to South Korea and I couldn't really find if it was whether like before or during high school, but around that time. And he was actually going to be with JYP before he was with Cube. That's wild to me. That doesn't fit and that feels wrong. It does. (laughs) One of the most interesting idols, in my opinion, with this whole American lineage situation is Hyuninkai from TXT. Mm -hmm. He was born in Honolulu, Hawaii, but lived there for a month. Then he went to visit family in South Korea. 
lived in China for seven years, and then moved to South Korea at eight. So this family literally moving all over the place. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. Mm -hmm. And so his mother is Korean, but his father is German. If you're curious about his siblings as well, Leo was born in Texas, but Baya was actually not born in America. Which honestly kind of confused me at first, because when I think of the Hyunenkai family, I immediately think of them having American roots, but they really don't. They just, Mm -mm. they have roots. They're world roots. They're just everywhere. Honestly, probably one of the most well-known, iconic... Well, a global man is Eric Nam. He's from Atlanta. And he honestly seemed like he lived a very just normal life. Like the whole celebrities, they're just like us. That is Eric Nam. <laughs> I mean, he still gives that energy he now, does. to He's be honest. He's so genuine, just like very chill. He graduated college with a major in international studies, but a minor in Asian studies. And he became really popular on YouTube, as many of us know. And he was invited by NBC to compete on Star Audition, Birth of a Great Star 2 longest title ever and he was in top five and his career basically just took off from there really cool again you're getting sneak peeks of all of these idols here definitely stay tuned for when we do deep dives into these idols because i feel like their stories are so fun well and i just love that like yes he is like a k-pop star like he has music and it's good but i just think of him so much as like a tv personality he's so much in that side of entertainment with his like podcast and everything i mean i just personally obviously like yeah i feel like that suits him better because he has such an amazing personality for all of it yeah that's what i think of first when i hear eric nam too i don't necessarily think of his music i Mm -hmm. think of his online persona and last but not least we are going to talk about bobby from icon who is from virginia he was born in south korea but he moved to Virginia at age 10. During his time there, he auditioned for YG and began training and was on a show called Win Who Is Next. And now we kind of want to have honorary members, I guess. Which Bobby kind of falls into as well because he was born in South Korea. That's what our honorary members are. They spent either a small time in America Mm -hmm. or weren't necessarily born there, but let's get into it. So Jaehyun... He'd beat us up if we didn't put him in this list. This man will never let you forget that he lived in Connecticut for five years. (laughs) (laughs) He lived there from age five to ten. So it was a decent amount of time. I'm trying to remember at our NCT concert if I remember him speaking English at all. Yeah. I feel like a lot of NCT has very good... I mean, they either speak English fluently or they have very good accents. Mm -hmm. Another honorary member is going to be Eric from The Boys. He lived in LA from ages 10 to 15. He honestly gives very American vibes. I think so, too. Like, even if I didn't do research on, like, who all was born here or, like, lived here at some point, I would have guessed that. Yeah. You're telling me Keo didn't live here. You're telling me Keo wasn't born and raised here. That blows my mind. That (laughs) Keo from P1 Harmony is not born here. He gives the most L.A. vibes I've ever seen in a human being. Yep. (laughs) And our last honorary member is Ayim, or Chengun, from Monster X. He lived here for three years in Boston, Massachusetts. Learning this history on why he was here was mind-blowing to me. You told me in the car earlier, and (laughs) I was shook. (laughs) They apparently moved here for his dad's job. He was a scientist, and his dad worked at Harvard. I'm sorry. That's insane. It's really crazy. I have a conspiracy theory that I am was created in a Petri dish at Harvard. (laughs) He's too perfect. That's the only logical explanation. His dad created (laughs) And then this is kind of a joke, but I saw this on TikTok. I don't think I even showed this to you. I need to find it. Somebody said that Honey, Juhani from Monster X is a Florida man. (laughs) And they 
And they had this footage of him on stage. And I'm like, why is he giving Florida? And it sounds cringy and it sounds terrible. You're like, is this going to ruin honey for me? No, it was hilarious. <laughs> like it was very much Florida. I'm thinking about him. <laughs> it was very chaotic. Just very Florida. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of him at our concert, ripping his shirt open <laughs> and running around the stage in laps. And I get it. I really do. I do. I'll have to find that for you. But yeah, maybe he'll be an honorary one. Honorary Floridian. In other words, Monsta X, come back to Florida when you're coming back around. Please. Also, just kind of talking about Monsta X since we are right now, Monsta X probably has some of the best English releases I have heard in K-pop. 100%. Sometimes when idols release English tracks or albums, like they're not necessarily our favorite, but Monsta X kills it. They're amazing. They are the best English tracks I've ever heard. Obviously, we're not biased here with Monsta X being some of our favorites, (laughs) but genuinely so, so good. I feel like their English tracks are a great way to subtly get people interested in K-pop because they don't realize they're listening to K-pop because they're speaking English. And I'm like, oh, now you're hooked. Here you go. Before we get into the rest of the episode about our 4th of July celebration and all about American idols, we're going to take a quick break. If you enjoy our content, make sure you are following the Lunapod wherever you're listening, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and also make sure to give our podcast a rating. We would really appreciate it. Now let's jump right back in. With enlistment. Oh. Listen, we kind of lucked out here with our American idols. We did. Because they don't have to enlist. I know that's like such a scary thing when you're getting into a group and you find out that enlistment even exists. Right. And then you're like speed checking everyone's age. You're like, oh no, how much longer do I have with them? And then if they're American, you don't have to worry about it. They don't go. If they're not born in South Korea, they don't need to go. I remember when I first learned about enlistment in K-pop, I was terrified because I only knew of American military enlistment and it's scary. A really interesting opportunity that some K-pop idols have gotten though is something called KAT USA. Young K from Day6 was actually the first Korean idol to enlist in KAT USA. And then Byung Kwan from ACE was the second idol to be able to get this opportunity. KAT USA is short for Korean Augmentation Troops to the United States Army. It's a very highly admired branch and it requires a very high degree of fluency in English. So it was really cool to see that they got this opportunity. I didn't even know it was a thing until Byung Kwan's enlistment popped up. Yeah, I remember you were like, what? Yeah, because we were in line for a boba event outside. Yeah, and it popped up and I was like, what is this? And I was so nervous at first, but then I learned that it was actually a really cool opportunity for him and it's very looked up to. So very happy for them. Really, really cool that they were the first and second K-pop idols to join it. Honestly, something I'm kind of curious about is if these American idols kind of get like questionably more freedom in the sense of like getting away with scandalous things. No, you've got a good point here, (laughs) honestly, because America is kind of known for being a little bit more open and loud about scandalous things, quote, Mm -hmm. quote. So that would make sense. One big example of a quote unquote scandal or dating scandals in America, people eat it up. People are very excited and don't care whatsoever. Yeah, we see it a lot in our media. That's a huge driving force. And if people get popular for a second. And whereas if that happens to K-pop idols in Korea, that can like ruin your career because with them, they're basically supposed to be very much single or available for your fans. Like 
just that addition to their persona. And so it's kind of looked down upon like just any little, I guess, scandal like that. Definitely not here in America. No. That is not a thing. <laughs> Taylor Swift would be ended. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like she'd be done. R.I.P. Taylor. She can't come to the phone right now because she's dead. There are some idols who fit the quote American vibe really well, in my opinion, including Jesse and Jay Park. And kind of along with this like quote unquote freedom as, as I'm calling it, is I feel like they're just able, like on their talk shows in Korea, it's very like hush hush on like what you can talk about. Like again, drama wise and like scandal wise. Yeah, very yeah. minimal, like very hush hush. Whereas here, like you can just spill all the tea, like talk about literally anything that you want to. There are to. channels dedicated to spilling tea. <laughs> literally. And I mean, it's very just talking so casually. And we see this with like Eric Nam on like Daybok Show and... Peniel, Ashley Choi, BM, PH1 on like Get Real with Dive Studios. Like these Dive Studio podcasts are very much just like open, chill. They definitely are giving yeah. America. So it's just kind of something I'm like interested in. Like, yes, these shows are like based in Korea, but are they able to like do all this, get away with this because it's like American people? Yeah. Or like not all of them are do American, they get but you know more what I mean? Passes I don't than know. A, someone who doesn't have American roots. Yeah, that's I'm. It's really because because you're telling me if Jimin was on like started Daybox show that would that would there's work. no way there's, there's no, way. no way it would have happened. Okay, y'all. I know you're all spilling the tea on your podcast shows, but spill the tea, okay? Like the real tea. Like, are, do you Eric. get <laughs> Eric? Do you get a freebie? The next part of this show we have called "I'm proud to be an American." Now my patriotism. Not the highest. Mine's, yeah, I'll, agreed. I'll watch some fireworks. I'll walk oh, around the street and watch a parade on 4th of July. I love a parade. And I'm patriotic during the Olympics. You don't watch the Olympics. I watch ice skating. But these are moments that also make me proud to be an American. There is a specific TikTok that went around when Young from BTS wore an American flag sweater. And it was a joke of the person doing the TikTok that was like, I'm proud to be an American. And was like, and being it's just so, Tay and, and saluting it. Like, it was so funny. Well, and we're watching, what video was that? Was Straight it Get, kids, get Lit? Get Lit. Bang Chan also had on American sweater. He said, happy fourth to my American I'm Australian, stays. but yes, America. <laughs> I also feel proud that Johnny is American in general. He's just one of the most iconic idols mm -hmm. out there. What also makes me proud is that America is known for being incredibly hype at concerts, mm -hmm. which is so fun. We are partiers here. We are very loud. And so at concerts, we tend to be extremely noisy and very hype. And I know that the idols know this as well because they are a bit more bold at American stops mm -hmm. in their concerts. And again, does that kind of come with the whole like freedom thing? Like Possibly, we're not in yeah. our country or we're not in blah, blah. And America is so open about being a little bit more suggestive yeah. and sensual. And so, yeah, kind of. But I love the joke where they're like, what is in the air? What's in their water yes, that they're drinking in this concert? <laughs> now, it's not just America that they do this, but America just is one of those places that is, quote, more free to do that. And I guess, mm. I don't know. I'm curious. And this isn't necessarily like a, you know what? It is a proud moment because it was a meme. It made me happy <laughs> whenever we saw TXT and our show went viral because all of our little American, non-Korean speaking MOA selves. We were, were horrible. We were silent. <laughs> they were like, they were like, sing along, had the lyrics on the page. In Korean. Help. 
and they wanted us to sing along and we was like "Mm, like summer dead silent again and then like during the like summer we were yelling we were there we were happy because they were english lyrics they were laughing on stage they laughed so so hard at us they went on live actor words clowned us so if you saw on tiktok that was our show so yeah i'm proud to be an oblivious american Mm -hmm. we try an oblivious meme worthy american (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of our brand also, though, at the TXT concert, I know we're going a bit into this, go check out our TXT concert review, which will be out soon. They also sang Cat and Dog, the English version, for the first time live at our stop. Oh, that was really cool. I forgot that. Yeah. Anyway, that kind of wraps up this chaos chapter. Happy 4th of July. Play with some sparklers. But be careful. Those things are hot. Hot, hot. hot. Anyway, <laughs> before we go, we are going to do our song of the moment. This week, it is going to be... Overdrive by I Am. This literally just dropped, like, yesterday at the time of recording. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, so, so, so sorry. I'm a mom baby. This is my old group. Let me go on a tangent here for a baby second. A mom baby second. Um, That's cute. A baby second. A baby second. (laughs) I'm sorry, but their solo work is top tier. This group, again, bias, but this group literally has some of the best soloists. They do. They have the best soloists, the best English tracks, the best lyrics, the best everything. I love them to death. Like, obviously, check out the other members' solo work, but definitely check out Overdrive. I know that boy spent his entire budget on that music video, so please support (laughs) him. He needs to make his money back. (laughs) As always, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at The Lunapod. You can also find us on Instagram at The Luna Podcast for up-to-date information on episode releases and behind-the-scenes fun. We post all sorts of content, so definitely make sure to follow us and check that out. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye.